0: Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These experiences teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and you know, wow, I tell you,
1: this is a special show because uh, I get an opportunity for friends to ask me questions about me and for the audience to get an opportunity to know who I am and how my show came about and some of the things that uh, we are uh, doing in society, and uh, most importantly, uh, my thought process on love. I believe we need more love in this world today, and and that's what we're going to talk about. So I, I got a lot of great, great uh, guests in here. I I got a uh, uh, two co-guests that's going to help me journey through this uh, this show today. And the first one is is <laughs> Joshua Goldsmith, who is also the sponsor of It's Your Life. You know, <laughs> how you doing, how you doing Josh? And uh, Michelle Cooley, who's uh, my backbone, my rock, and that that keeps me grounded and Keeps me focused. How you doing,
2: Michelle? I'm
1: doing fine. James. How are you? I'm doing just fine. We got Charles Golden, who is the vice president, executive vice president of the JC Cooley Foundation. How you doing, Charles? Um, I'm fine. I so. I'm doing just fine. And we got uh, my mentor, uh, Chuck uh, Trinard, who uh, keeps me focused, guides me with certain things, and, I, and just helps keep me grounded. How you doing, Chuck? Doing wonderful.
3: It's a pleasure to be
1: here. <laughs> you know, so uh, I tell you, uh, one of the things that I, I want to open up the show with is we've got Paula Shaw, a very, very good friend of mine. has been knowing Paula for a, a long, long time, uh, in the Rancho Santa Fe Rotary Club. And also I've been on her show, uh, A couple of times. Uh, How you doing,
4: Paula? I'm doing very well today, James. Good to see you here on your own show. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how that all came about, isn't it?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. why Why don't you tell the audience how that came about?
4: Okay, I would love to. Well, I do a show here at KCBQ also called Change It Up Radio. And JC came on my show. I've known him for, oh my goodness, probably three or four years now uh, since he was first part of the Taste of Rancho Santa Fe, his wonderful group. And then I journeyed out to the hinterlands of Temecula to actually see his program in action with the teenage kids there at the high school. And it was phenomenal. He really rocked the room. Michelle, I have to say, walks on water. She is (laughs) an angel and held the whole thing together. But the kids were happy, and I was impressed. And I said, well, I think we got to tell the world about this man and what he's doing here. And so I invited him to be on Change It Up Radio. And afterwards, after he did a wonderful job, we, I took him over to meet the general manager of the studio here at KCBQ, Steve Brodsky. And Steve just instantly fell in love, apparently, and <laughs> right then and there offered him a show in the hallway. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He hadn't known him ten minutes, <laughs> so I guess it was meant to be. And uh, here you are.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I tell you, uh, that seemed like it was a long time ago. Uh, it does. Eight, eight months now, we we've, we've been. Oh doing my this, goodness! Eight months. Wow, that has and, fun. and I tell you, Paula, it's continues to get better and better because of the message that we're bringing to our listening audience out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's your life. It's all about keeping it real. It's all. It's all about. Bringing influencers on and introducing them to uh, our audience, uh, so that they can tell uh, the audience, you know, what keeps them going, how they how they got started, uh, what are their successes, and successes, and how uh, to go about doing certain things to become successful.
4: mm mm-hmm. And that's so important because people. You know, so often we we don't feel inside like we're enough to do something. We may dream it, but we don't really believe we can do it. But then when you hear someone else's story and you realize, wow, they were just like me or they had the same feelings I've had, and then you see them step into success, it's inspiring and it's motivating and it it just gives you a true belief that, wow, if they can do it, I can do it too, and anything is possible.
1: And, and I really want to thank you because without you inviting me on your show, mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't think this opportunity would have ever happened.
4: <laughs> uh, I know. It was truly, I think, meant to be. Because I introduced a lot of people to Steve, and he never offered anybody a show. <laughs> I was kind of stunned as I was standing there thinking, is he kidding, or is this the real deal? Or? <laughs> but it was clearly meant to happen, JC, and you've taken the ball and run with it, and that's very exciting.
1: Yeah, i tell you, you know, so I got a couple of co-hosts that's going to navigate. Now, I'm going to turn the floor over to them, but stick around, Paula, because uh, you can join in on the asking you know, of some of the questions.
0: Okay. Uh, but...
1: Um, My my co-host, Joshua Goldsmith, I tell you, I I love this guy to death. I mean, uh, we've been friends for a long, long time, and uh, I tell you, we get closer and closer every day. He's also my running buddy. (laughs) Ah. Welcome to the show, Josh.
5: Great to be here, JC. You know, uh, I was so excited about this show because I've been asking you, you know, ever since I heard about your show... How come we haven't talked about the J.C. Cooley Foundation? You know, how come we haven't talked about you, J.C.? You have such a uh, so many experiences that have led you to this show, and it's kind of like the pinnacle uh, of talking about, you know, what this show is—the hope, the, the the basic tenets of, of, of having confidence. Uh, where did that all come from? We want to know you a little bit better, J.C., and that's what's bringing us to this show. Uh, the But first, I want to know the what, what, why, who, who are you? You know, most importantly, how?
1: Now, we call it the what, what, why, when, and how. There you go. (laughs) The what, 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 why, when, and how. uh, How
5: how are you going to be successful as one of our future leaders of tomorrow?
1: Well, this is what I explain to our listening audience, especially our youth, that uh, you can do anything that you set your mind to, but you got to know what you want to do. I mean, at least have an idea of this is what I want to do, and but I might not know how to get there at this particular time, but to have an idea that, um, you know, I, I can do this, and I call that vision. Vision is being able to see things, maybe not with the naked eye, but, you know, see things far out, even if there was a wall there. Uh, being able to uh, have a vision where on the other side of that wall, whatever your goal might be, that... If you work hard enough or you or you surround yourself or you educate yourself or get with the right people, that can help you shape whatever ideal, whatever job, whatever you want to do in life. But you have to know what that is.
5: Now applying that to your foundation, the J.C. Cooley Foundation, how does that relate? How, do, how does I, – because I met you oh, – boy. I, when I met you, J.C., uh, you invited me, one of the first things was to your breakfast. You had these community breakfasts for, for the kids, and it was for the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Uh, how do, can, you, can you talk a little bit about the J.C. Cooley Foundation, uh, why you established it, and uh, a little bit more about the philosophies?
1: Sure, sure, absolutely. Okay, I, I started the, the J.C. Cooley F- Foundation. Actually, it's called Options, Opportunities, slash the Choice Program. Uh, I started that because I believe that uh, I was given the opportunity through hard work and through perseverance uh, when I was a young kid. I was told that I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. And um, I don't know if you know the story about me, but uh, I came from a family of 10. My uh, mother who had six different fathers of her, her kids, and she was never married. Hmm. And um, she was not able to take care of all of us. And so uh, she chose to send myself and my older brother, Jerry, to Alabama to live with my aunt and uncle. Now, in Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee, where we was at, we did not have running water. We did not have uh, electricity. Uh, uh, Well, that's in Alabama. We did not have uh, uh, running water in the house. We had a well. Um, We didn't have uh, electricity. We had a wooden burn stove. And our food, we had to go outside and catch it. (laughs) You know, so uh, coming from uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, where you had all of these things, even though, you know, we grew up in a project, you have to learn how to survive and you have to learn discipline and you have to uh, be able to understand that you have to do your chores. You have to do all the things that's going to require for the family to survive. And so I grew up uh, in tough times, Mm. but also grew up learning how to maintain a solid work ethic and how to get things done. I mean, how to uh, uh, provide, even as a, a, a young kid, uh, help provide for the family. And basically, getting back to your question about the J.C. Cooley Foundation, I believe that everybody needs that type of opportunity. Everybody's not born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Uh, everybody don't understand um, that you have to work hard to get, get things that you need. You have to work hard to be successful, you know. So uh, the J.C. Cooley Foundation is primarily trying to teach our youth today to become our future leaders tomorrow Mm -hmm. and to be uh, successful and stay focused.
5: Uh, And that's such a powerful message that uh, you're bringing for our youth. Uh, We need more leaders like you, J.C., I must say, because – they're, they're, who do they look up to today? Who, who do our children look up to? Okay, I have a daughter, right? She, she, she's going, she's, she's going to MIT, right? She, she, she she's, had, but she, she's been looked. But she, I brought her to the the JC Cooley Foundation. You saw a light in her eyes, JC, and 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 you actually, uh, you gave her a scholarship. Yes, I did, <laughs> uh, and, 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 that, and that and that's a very meaningful uh, gesture. But uh, we uh, attended those lunches. Obviously, we, you know, because of the the current situation that it's being tough. You know, those those have been put on hold. But uh, I'm I'm very glad that uh, there is some visibility for the J.C. Cooley Foundation, and, and and I think it's an important venture. And we have someone else on the show now as well, uh, Michelle.
1: Yeah, but you know, uh, let's get back just yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, we, we want to be able to give deserving uh, kids, youth, young adults, and everybody uh, scholarships. We uh, want to be able to uh, turn them into leaders. And I tell you, we're going to have to take a station break right now. But, Josh, we're going to come back, and we're going to continue our discussion with you and bring uh, Michelle Cooley, uh, Charles Golden, Chuck Trinat, Paula Show back on the show. It's your life. I'm James Cooley.
2: and everywhere books are sold
0: it's time to dream big think big and be big it's time for more it's your life here's your host james cooley welcome back to it's your life i'm james
1: cooley wow i tell you i was just having a conversation with uh joshua goldsmith and you know uh we were talking about uh, my foundation and uh we're gonna bring on um, michelle cooley and uh she is going to uh uh, ask a few questions and kind of enlighten us. How you doing, Michelle?
2: I'm doing fine, James. And of course, this is all about who James J.C. Cooley is. But one of the things I want to start with is It's Your Life. How did you come out? Come up with that title of It's Your Life radio show? Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, uh, actually, um, the program was supposed to be called It's, it's Your Choice. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, one of the producers here uh, Cameron, uh, uh, when he was putting the program together, he came up with the. He, he wrote down "It's your life" opposed to "It's it's your choice," and by him doing it, I listened to it. I said, "Wow, that's that's what it's supposed to be," because it's about life. It's and, and life is is all about making choices. So uh, so we decided to go with "It's your life," and uh, that's that's how we came up with that.
2: Oh, OK. Well, what is the vision you have and the mission for this particular radio show?
1: Well, uh, the show is just like I mentioned earlier, it's it's, it's uh, to bring influencers on the show to share their ideas, to share their thoughts and to help enlighten others that uh, might be looking for their way. And, you know, what I mean by their way, there's uncertainties that uh, they might have and uh so we try to bring all calls uh, all walks of life on the show to explain how uh they became successful and some and some of the things that they' are doing that might be able to help enlighten others so uh my vision for for this show is to just bring as many influencers teachers educators uh, mm-hmm. uh, all walks of life to help make life better for everybody and most importantly. It's to spread the word of love, peace, and kindness. I mean, because um, the world needs uh, a lot of love in today's world. And uh, this is just an avenue to help share and let others know that you are important. You are important uh, in this world, and you have meaning, and you are a masterpiece. Because I'm a believer, as you know it, Michelle. I believe that God made each and every last one of us with a purpose in mind and so uh, and this show is to help show that you do have purpose
2: well I definitely can agree with that everyone does have gifts and they do have talent one of the most important things is when someone in their childhood there's always somebody that one person who has influenced them to believe in themselves in your book, and we'll get to that a little bit later, but in your book, you do mention about a teacher who said something to you that changed your life. Can you go over that?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, when I, I was coming up, and uh, the word love was never mentioned in my house. Uh, so uh, that was, it's not that you didn't know know that you were loved, but uh, it was never mentioned out loud. And so when I was in the ninth grade, well, getting ready to go to high school, uh, I had the same teacher uh, for the last three years that had been educating me, And um, I did well in her class. And most of the kids in the neighborhood that I grew up in was going to be attending uh, this school, which was a couple of miles up the street. And she asked me, was I going to attend that same school? I said, absolutely. Everybody go to that school. She looked at me and said, James, uh, you're not everybody. She said, I have been teaching you for the last uh, three years, and you got some certain talents and gifts, and I think you need to uh, attend the vocational school, which was like seven, eight miles across town. And I I looked at her, and I said, I'm not going to pass that test. I'm not smart enough to pass and get into that school. She said, I have been teaching you. I know that you uh, can Passed that test and she said um and plus you know i have become very fun and i have learned to love you over the last uh, few years and my jaws hit the floor because that was the first time that someone had told me that they loved me and so um, i went and i took the test i got accepted to the school and i finished school with honors you know so i, I attended kirkman vocational high school. And uh, it was because of her that gave me the confidence and the courage uh, to be able to uh, pursue something that I didn't think I was talented enough to do.
5: That's beautiful, Jason. Wow. That's, that's beautiful. And, and, I, and I heard some buzzwords in there, too. Uh, how does that relate to the th- the four Cs in, in, in your current <laughs> philosophy for okay,
1: so the four C's uh, listen to the audience uh, the four C's stand for create, collaborate, commit with confidence again, create, collaborate, commit with confidence and let me explain to you what that means and my my program those are the four pillars of the JC. Cooley Foundation it's built on the four C's. Create just like I said, we have ideas, we have thoughts, we have dreams, we have all of these things. Even though we might not be able to do them or might not be in a position to do them at that particular time, uh, we have these things. So the the first C is creativity. The second C is sometimes you don't always have all the answers. And a lot of times we don't want to go to others because we are afraid that they're going to laugh at us, especially if we have these thoughts and they uh, might seem unheard of. So we don't want to... Share those things. But I always believe the second C is called collaborate. Collaborate with others. Collaborate. Tell them your thoughts. They might have the same thoughts that you might be having. You know. So create, collaborate. And once you collaborate and then you come to a decision where you say, I can do this. I can, I can really do this. I mean, I, I, yeah, thank you for that. I can do this. The, the, the third C is you have to be confident, confident in what you can do. Create, collaborate, so you have to be committed first is the third one, but you have to be confident is the fourth one. Yeah. So uh, so I believe that if a person live by these four Cs, create, collaborate, commit with confidence, that creates what I call the big C. What's that? The Big C. The Big C. <laughs> <laughs> character. <laughs> Everything is about character. You know the. I mean, so a, a, a person's life should be about character. Uh, what the things that you do is all about character. That's that's amazing.
2: Wow, that's really great, James. Well, we have a guest who has been a great influence in your life, as you stated earlier. Uh, I want to introduce the audience to Mr. Chuck Chornomi.
1: At least you got his name right. He's going to kill me. <laughs> How you doing, Chuck? Just call me Chuck. I'm
3: doing great. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here with all of you and to hear about it. But, you know, you're talking to us about your book. I have a – I'm going to see if I can get some get you to think back and help us. Um, I was reading in your book. You, you said you told yourself in your 30s that you were going to write a book. In your 40s, you, t- you said – you were thinking about it again. Now it's bring us to 2018 and what happens that all of a sudden in 2019 you're writing a book. What did you see and what brought the work forward?
1: Well, I, I you know, sometimes we procrastinate. <laughs> we procrastinate. <laughs> Not uh, you. Um, Not but, you. But, but I wanted to tell my story because I felt that it was important that other people know that, uh, that I might have came from uh, and we, a lot of people said nothing, uh, but that doesn't, it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you finish the game. And I felt that it might be folks out there that might, might have been struggling like, like I was and did not see any way out and, uh, uh, and, and poverty and, and, and hope, uh, always remember the word hope. Uh, if there is a lack of hope, uh, we have no desire to do anything. So, by me writing that book, I was hoping that someone would read it and that um, they would lock in on, on that and say, okay, if James Cooley can do this, and I can do it. Look at all the things that he went through doing, uh, uh, trying to become successful. I mean, all the different uh, setbacks and all the different failures and all the different things but he kept getting up, kept getting up, kept getting up. And, you know, and he he was confident in who he was and who he was going to be. So the book is mainly called Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet. And my journey is still going. And uh, that book is just uh, a, a shot in time that says that I am going to continue to grow, continue to do these things, continue to to be successful uh, and make other people successful. So that's what that, my thought was with that.
5: On that right, uh, that's a
1: wonderful-
5: James, I just wanted to ask, what are birthrights?
1: Birthrights, okay. Okay, I believe that everybody have uh, birthrights, and birthrights are confidence, courage, hope, belief, but most importantly, faith. We all have the same birthrights, regardless of whether you're black, white, pink, gold, purple. We all are given the same birthrights, and we all have uh, the potential to be successful, uh, potential to to grow up and and pursue your dreams and, and do all of these things. and People are going to tell you that you can't do this or you can't do that. But we cannot sit back and listen to those types of things because you can. So just remember, we all have birthright confidence, courage, hope, belief, most importantly, faith. Great.
2: That's a great message, James. Um, That's really inspirational to everyone, all our listening audience. And we're going to go back to Chuck because I think he has a couple more questions for you.
3: Sure. I'd be happy to. Thanks. James, um, again, you're, um, one of the things all of us here and your listening audience, you tell, you, you share with everybody, what's the key. And so tell us what the key is and what that means and how we can all uh, live by it.
1: The key uh, to, uh, anything is not giving up. The key is, is being focused. Focus is key. If you set your mind to doing something, you have to stay focused you have to stay focused so that's the biggest key but i tell you what i'm gonna have to take a station break right now but we're gonna come back and we're gonna continue our discussions Uh, uh, it's your life i'm james cooley and i'm gonna let them continue to grill me
0: (laughs) there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley concerned over your income needs in retirement, left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review, 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net, goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member FINRA SIPC time to dream big think big and be big it's time for more it's your life here's your host james cooley welcome
1: back to it's your life i'm james cooley wow i tell you i i, I gotta always uh thank our sponsor uh joshua goldsmith for making sure that uh we are able to bring this great message to our listening audience thank you so much my friend thank my you
5: pleasure. my pleasure here uh you know jc Back to the book. Uh uh there's somebody that's called in uh Jordan Kobar who helped you out to here.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's my publisher for my uh audio book that's uh, we're getting ready to uh release. Okay. And so, uh, All right. do you is have he,
5: him? Uh, Is he, he he's actually here uh on the, uh, on the phone? Yeah, he's on the phone. He's on the uh he might have How a, you doing,
1: Jordan? Hey, JC. how it going hey, out there? hey. How how you doing, man? Uh man, this is an absolute pleasure. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, listen I'm happy
6: I was able to get on. <laughs>
1: uh, we got a, a, a brand new audio book coming out. Uh, I, I'm gonna let Jordan uh, tell you a little bit about that. Uh, can you tell a little bit, a little bit about it, Jordan?
6: Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so JC and I connected a little while ago to really start this project, which has turned out quite amazing. Um, it's something that we've really been spending a lot of time together going over. It's, uh, his his book is very, very interesting, and when you hear his words the way that he reads it, it's very authentic. So it actually was a phenomenal experience sitting down, being able to record this, and actually hear the information directly from the horse's
5: mouth. Uh, <laughs> How's it been so working I- with JC.
6: Oh, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure. JC, you're a great dude, and you're very you're very competent and able to fully, really immerse somebody in their experience. I've listened to the book quite a few times as we go through the, the editing process, and JC has really, the whole time he's been influ- in, in, instrumental in making sure that we're moving uh, on pace and that we're making the audiobook really reach the level of, of Depth that wants it to be. And I think our listeners to this audiobook really, really will appreciate that depth that he brings because you can
5: feel to, the connection. Definitely yeah. looking forward to, uh, to, to that completion.
1: I have a it's, qu- actually, it's done. It's it, done. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it, it's, it's completed. And uh, I, I, I think Jordan, I mean, wow, I mean, there's no way that I would have been able to do that without him. Uh, actually, over my shoulders. Cut. Let's do. Let's do it over. Let's do that over. I mean, uh, but um, we got a tremendous product out of it, R- right, Jordan?
3: Yes, yes, we
6: did. And uh, there was a there was a little bit of that where I had to come in and say, "Hey, cut. We got to do that over again." Uh, but you know what? That's how you get to the perfect product. You you really get the the real experience when you're able to to identify like, hey, you know what? I think you need to read that one over again, because that's pretty important. And uh, I want to make
5: sure that they get the, the importance of this. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, um, JC, w- uh, you know, with that regard, it's, you know, you have knowing you and you have such a positive attitude from this book, uh, from from your life experiences. Your attitude is taking you from A to Z. Uh, you know the type of person you are with your positive attitude. I know it's about attitude. It supports a successful life. And how to, can you tell listeners how how to change their attitude to be more successful in their lives?
1: Okay, so uh, I utilize this acronym called ACE, and ACE stands for attitude, commitment, and enthusiasm. You know, so <laughs> so uh, ACE. I believe that. Everything starts with your attitude. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you first wake up in the morning, I mean, if you wake up with a negative attitude, you're going to have a negative day. Mm -hmm. So attitude is key to anything that you do. Uh, So, and then uh, I like to always talk about goals. I mean, what we going to do for that day or what we going to do for that week. So you have to commit with the things that you said you're going to do that day. Mm -hmm. You know, so. The things that you, you you have to commit to them, you got to try to keep them, tra- got to try to stay on track. But most importantly, you have to be enthusiastic about everything that you do. And I believe that the ace is the key to everything that we do.
4: Absolutely, I, I think really when you come down to it, what you do isn't nearly as important as how you do it, and that gets it done really well.
1: Oh well, thanks. Well, you know we got a, another guest uh, that uh, I tell you this guy is a very, very good friend of mine. Been with me uh, from the inception of the JC Cooley Foundation, and I tell you, without without him, I don't think that our program would be nowhere near the level uh, that that it that is that it is right now. Uh, I want to bring my very good friend and executive vice president of the JC Cooley Foundation, Charles wow. Golden. How you doing, my friend?
7: as well you know being in your presence just makes me that much greater so how you know I digress a little bit you know um, our our relationship and our friendship span well over 10 years you know we've gone through good times bad times you know we challenge each other which I love you know we keep each other right It. you know sometimes you know sometimes we don't leave on a good note, but we always get to come back together mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I always call him my older brother because he's older than me so
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only by a few days.
7: <laughs> well, I, I'll take those days. <laughs> so, I'll get to go back to those. You know, you know, I can say, uh, you know, CEO of the Daisy Police Foundation. Um, what is your vision of the organization, and where do you see that organization going in the next five years?
1: Well, that's a good question because you know, we always are about building on what we have, and uh, my vision is to be able to reach out to the world, uh, to be able to. Uh, do all we can to uh, support as many people, uh, regardless of where you're at, uh, and and make sure that they get the same opportunities that we have here in the United States and all all over the United States, but also overseas as well. As you know, we do a lot of mission trips. We uh, go to Mexico, where we cannot do it right now, but we have built over 30 houses uh, over in Mexico, Uh, and uh, I want to continue to be able to do that. Whenever we get away from this COVID and we are able to get back to doing those types of things where we can raise money uh, and where we can go and help others out. And uh, I would like to, just like I said, uh, this foundation to expand the globe uh, and bring other foundations in and work together as a team so that we can all solve whatever type of problems, world hunger, diseases. Uh, and just show the passion of love, and so uh, in five years, I'm hoping that that's where we are at.
7: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, you know, you know, we have our model. You know, we say it all the way. You know, uh, uh, can you tell our audience, you know, the people are listening, what does dream big, think big, and be big mean?
1: <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's the JC uh Foundation model because I believe that if you dream small, you do small things. You dream big. A lot of, a lot of times, the mind uh, will only take us as as far as we want it to. If we if we are given a task and we say, "Okay, this is all I expect out of this this little task right here," and once you finish that, uh, you, you 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 some people consider themselves as done. But I believe that if you dream big, you think real big. Uh, you know, if if you're going to build a house, case in point, I always tell you. If you're going to build a house, even if you don't have but a little money or whatever for a little house, try to build that foundation as big as you can. You want that foundation to be big, 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 big. Because as we grow in life, um, we might have not been able to have a a big house at that time. But as we grow and get more money and develop, we can start building on to what we have and we can continue to expand. But you have to have the foundation in order to be able to grow. So dream big. Always think out the box. Uh, So dream big and think big. Think big is thinking out the box. Uh, Just uh, come up with all different type of ideas. Ask others uh, what their opinion is. Uh, So what you might be thinking, somebody else can enhance that with their thought processes at all times. So dream big. Think big. Most importantly, be big. Be big is not in stature, in size. It's in heart. Being big is in heart. When somebody uh, wrong you, uh, you don't have to always turn around and wrong them. It's, you know, somebody do you wrong, uh, the, uh, being big, sometimes you just step back and just say, okay, I, I learned from that one. I'm not going to do that anymore. So that's what the J.C. Cooley program, those are some of the pillars that we we talk about dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. Well, Chuck
5: asked you just about uh, the mission uh, that you had down in Mexico. Can you talk a little bit more about that in, in, in that vein?
1: Okay, so we do a, we do a lot of things in, in Mexico. Primarily, you know, we go down and we feed uh, the homeless. Uh, but the biggest things that we do is uh, we uh, uh, build houses. I mean, wow. I mean, what I mean, I'm talking about a whole house in one day. So we we take a lot of uh, families and I team up with the church and, you know, we come up with enough money and we send uh, the cement guy down a week before we do to lay uh, the cement, the foundation, the foundation. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then what we do is I take a lot of my kids, their families uh, and uh, other people that uh, are that have given hearts. And what we do is we go there, all the, all the wood and timber and everything is there. And even every, every kid, whether they're three, four, five, everybody's doing something. They're painting, they're doing, everybody is building this house. And so we start in the morning right around 8 or 9 o'clock, and it's kind of like a cookie cutter. I mean, everybody doing their portion, including the painting. Mm-hmm. By 5 o'clock, that house is done with windows, doors, Wow. And, and um, yeah. I'm talking about because it's all about teamwork. Yeah. You know, but we haven't been able to do that lately because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so
4: what a great experience, though, for everybody involved, but particularly the teenage kids that, you know, are part of your foundation to have that sense of accomplishment and changing someone's life like that.
1: Yeah. You know, but we're going to take a station break. But, you know, I'm going to come back and we're going to continue this discussion.
0: It's so like There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference, regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more. It's your life. Here's your host, James Cooley.
1: Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I, you know I tell you what, listen, audience, I am having fun. I mean, I, 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 I joke about being grill but you know what this is so fun because i get a chance to share my message and let everybody know some of the great things that we're doing and some of the things that we're going to continue to do so uh this is our last segment and we are going to bring all the guests back on and and we're just going to take turns uh uh, just asking questions of me uh, jc
5: i'm gonna i'm gonna uh but but in here, because uh, I'm so curious here, I, you know, for, number one, thank you for your service. You were in the Navy, you know, p- on behalf of all the listeners and, and everybody on the show, you know, I want to thank you very much for your service. Uh, uh, that that brought you to the White House. <laughs> what was it like working in the White
6: House?
1: Well, i tell you, I stood duty in the White House. I worked at the Pentagon, but I, I, I stood duty in the White House on several occasions. And mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to meet the president. First, I mean all that, you know. I, I tell you, it's a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a job, and that's what you uh, it, that's what we look at it as. Mm-hmm. It's just a job that you're doing. And let me tell you, it's uh everybody do not get a chance to uh, work in the White House. So go to the White House. Yeah. Uh, it's a special type of person that uh, that uh, mm-hmm. the government makes sure that they do the proper checks. Uh, yeah. So I feel honor and privilege uh, to be selected to do that type of work oh yeah so uh, but i I still consider it as a job
5: right but what factors uh contributed to you uh joining joining the the navy
1: okay so first first of all that's a very good question um i joined the navy uh i was going to join with my 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 very best friend billy hopper but he's sustained And injury we was going in what we call the buddy buddy program because we want we had to get out of chattanooga we wanted to see the world we wanted to grow and um long and shorter story he was not able to do it and um what i did initially i went to the recruiting station and uh i swore in with i I was going to join the marines (laughs) (laughs) i was going to join the marines yep you know so uh but um so you have to sway in twice. Is what I'm trying to say. That next time around, well, when you get ready to go in, uh-huh. uh, the Navy guy—I mean, the Marine guy didn't show up, and the Navy guy did. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: I, I swan, yes. and they put It was just a matter. <laughs> he showed up. Who yep. showed up? But day?
1: but but what I'm trying to say is, I was I was going in the service regardless because yeah. I, I wanted to actually grow up and see the world and and be something.
5: And how long were you in?
1: I spent 23
5: years. Twenty-three years. Twenty-three
1: years, one month, and a day. Okay.
4: <laughs> now, was this after when college?
2: James, was, when I met James, he was retired from the Navy, and he's told me so many stories about the Navy. <laughs> and um, Veterans Day is coming up soon in November, and, um, of course, we thank James for his service. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask James, and I know this, we're going to go around, is what – what lessons did you learn from the Navy, and also what has brought you joy being part of the Navy?
1: You know, I learned uh, many, many lessons from the Navy. First of all, I learned the lesson of teamwork, uh, that in order for uh, a company or uh, uh, anything, you, you have to be able to work together and you have to be able to trust your fellow man. And I also learned that it's so important that you keep your word. If you tell somebody you're going to do something, you have to keep it, I mean, regardless of what it is, if you can't keep it, call the person, let them know that hey i under these circumstances i cannot uh i'm I'm not able to do that but the to sum it up, and I know where you're going uh Hill. most importantly uh what I learned that's most important to me from the navy is what i what I call the h i e theory and h i e stands for honesty, integrity, and ethics again. H-I-E, honesty, integrity, and ethics. And we have to, at least I do, I have to live by that because I have to be able to look up, look in the mirror every day and see the reflection that's coming back at me, and I want to be proud of that reflection. So uh, that's what I learn mostly. And what brings joy is just being able to help somebody else out, being able to provide uh, some type of input or uh, solutions when uh, it seems hopeless. You know, so that's what brings joy to me, just to see a smile on somebody else's face.
7: Hey, James, hey, you know, uh, we share a lot of things. Uh, that's why we're, we're, the, we're the best of friends. Uh, you know, we've we equally done, you know, a long stint. i you know, 23 years as a veteran myself, you know, as we talk about that time and time again, and as we talk to our youth, uh, i like to ask you a question Um, if you came to you today contemplating joining the military. What were the questions you would have to ask them to ask themselves prior to joining?
1: Well, first of all, uh, why are you joining? I mean, are you joining just to run away or or, or do something? If you're unsure about certain things, you need to uh, first just get a clear mind, because the military is just like any other job. But you have to be serious about it. And you have to want to grow regardless of whether you go in for four years or 20 or uh, plus years like like i did it it have to be a reason why you why you're doing this and then if you do commit to doing those things it, you know you, you got to set yourself on growth meaning that you have to do all the things uh to continue to escalate it up the up the scale because a lot of the time we go in the military charles we don't know that we're going to stay in there 20 years mm-hmm. i had no i had no clue that I, I was going to uh, spend 23 years in, in the service. But once I got in there and I, I saw how things were, uh, you know, I mean, I, I said, well, I'm going to be the best, even if I get out in six or seven years. I'm going to do everything possible for me to grow and learn and get promoted. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so okay.
7: I'm sorry. So that being said, okay, so can you also respond on, uh, you know, your great being in the military during your time? Um, can you like, you know, help us? people that get your experience of becoming a commissioned officer?
1: Well, first of all, that's, that's, that's a hard choice because, um, most, uh, only less than 1% of people that go in the military get an opportunity to convert over to, uh, being a commissioned officer. Uh, actually it's less than 1%, 1 or 1%. And so, uh, being, uh, I was honored that I was selected, uh, based on my performance uh, throughout my career that, um, that they uh, identified me as a candidate and wanted me to be a commission officer, uh, meaning that uh, I learned, I was taught, and when I became an officer, I had to do the same. I had to teach and bring uh, our troops up because we want to make them commission officers as well. So you give uh, your best effort, you give everything that you have and everything that you do, now, uh, my thing is, and you know this, Charles, that I always say, if uh, do it big or don't do it at all. I mean, if you ain't going to do it big, don't do it. When that's yeah. anything that you do, you do it big.
7: Do
2: it. Yeah. Chuck, do you have any questions for James?
3: Yeah, I want to fa- see if we can fast forward this a little different direction, because I was thinking, James, how can we, this panel and your listening audience, help you? And this show, it's your life, and the J.C. Cooley Foundation supporting all your youth and young adults going forward.
1: Well, I, I believe first of all we got to get sponsors. We got to get people to buy into uh, what we're doing. They have to understand. They have to believe in the messages and 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 the work that we do. And and so no man is an island. No organization is an island. So it's going to require uh, lots and lots of help in order for us to do the things. Uh, that we want to do in, in order for us to help out as many people as possible and us to create our future leaders of tomorrow with the right tools, uh, attitude, uh, commitment, and enthusiasm so that they can grow up and help others out and continue to be successful. But it, to answer your question, it's going to require uh, a lot of help, funding, uh, sponsorships, and, and people that are that's willing to be mentors. You know, so... Yeah it's it's all about yeah. you know or you know mentorship. Uh, uh, cool, that's cool.
4: You know I am I'm on the edge of my seat dying to ask you a question JC. You had as you described it a very difficult beginning in life. There was a lot of poverty you know, your mom had a lot of kids and, and not enough husbands, apparently, <laughs> and and yet you turned out to be this man with incredible principles, these, these things you've been sharing with us, your motto, the principles. What was your inspiration or who was your inspiration? Where did you learn that?
1: Uh, inspiration comes uh, from, and I, I'm glad that you, you asked. I'm put it like this. Um, I always talk about the, the AIP aspire inspire perspire uh, <laughs> we we see things on tv we see things uh in life we see people uh we we see certain things that we aspire to be like mm-hmm. or uh want to do mm-hmm. um my inspiration is that i see people and good and bad good and bad and i i i got this imaginary bag on each side that I, I, I carry around. And when I see somebody doing something bad, I reach over and grab a little bit and put it in, in, the, in, in the left side of the bag. When I see somebody doing something great, I reach over, grab that, and put it into uh, the other side of the bag. And, and uh, I have ran across a lot of great folks, and I can't say that it's just one person or that inspired me, uh, but um, I did that throughout in life. And uh when I find myself uh in a situation where I don't know what to do and, and or I'm treating somebody a certain mm-hmm. way, I look over in the bag that I don't ever want to be like, like that <laughs> and kind of let that one go. and when I see uh something that I'm in trouble that I need to, need some help, I look over in the good side of the bag and I pull some of that good stuff out, and that's what inspired me. but anything that you do as at, at, at burnn. Requires inspiring, but it, you know, everything that you do, it's you got to perspire, you got to work for it. So, aspiration comes from inspiration, but it requires perspiration, you know. But you know, I tell you, this has been great, and we're kind of running out of time a little bit. But I want to thank all of my guests. I want to thank my sponsor, (laughs) Joshua Goldsmith, here for making this happen, and also my guest co-host, Joshua. I want to thank my. My beautiful wife, who's also uh, my guest co-host today, uh, I want to thank you, Paula. You, you've been my buddy forever, uh, Charles, uh, Chuck. You know, Jordan. Hey, see, we
5: want to thank, wow. thank, thank you. Wow, I want to thank
1: all of you guys, and I, I, most importantly, I want to thank our listening audience Be- because without you, this would not <laughs> happen. And most importantly, I got the greatest producer on record. Uh, <laughs> DJ Carrot Stick, <laughs> thank you so much, Todd. Thank you. I tell you, had a great time. It's your life. We got uh, a great show coming next week, and and uh, we're going to continue to bring it. Anything you want to say,
5: JC? You're the man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's your life. Same time, same station. Next week. See you.
0: Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. That's CooleyFoundation.org. Join James next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big.